or lease in the morning. Welcome, friends, to another edition of B-Movie Chats. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And this week, we're talking about something really exciting. We're talking about the return of The Walking Dead. Now, as we record this, tonight will be the premiere of The Walking Dead, part two of this season. And so, you know, I know this is going to be up after the, the, the show releases, so, you know, we got some stuff to say that may or may not be contradicted tonight. Indeed. But uh, spoiler alert too, if you haven't seen the first half of this season, we will be talking about it. Um, but let's let's just get into it. It's it's coming back, and this season started out with a bang as uh, as Abraham was brutally murdered, and then then Glenn, you know, deservedly so, got his head bashed in by the new villain Negan. And so as we left off at the first part of this season's ending. Negan was sitting on the porch with Judith and One-Eyed Carl, and Rick got back to town. And um, just, I-, I don't know. What do you think? Well, right now it seems like they're trying to start a war against Negan. They they showed in the previews that um, that Rick's going to be talking to Ezekiel from the, uh, what the fuck is that place called? The Kingdom. Uh, the Kingdom. So yeah, they're trying to gather as many people as they can just to start a war against him, and it's well there's definitely gonna be a lot happening rick's finally stopped being a little bitch and like sucking negan's dick so there should be it's things are happening finally but you know i think there is one thing that's really gonna hold them back and that's daryl has returned to the main group oh yay daryl you know and every time daryl is with the main group all he does is follow rick around like a lost puppy and go rick i want to do stuff that you do he stands there looking all like like angry and everything like i'm 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 a tortured soul but you know and i've got a heart of gold you know you got Look at me cry again like oh my god you see daryl crying yes i did because he cries all the fucking time you know and there's so much of the populace that watches the walking dead that like oh my god daryl he's such a great character no he's not he's he's very two-dimensional he doesn't have that much of a personality and then when they try to give him a personality it's just way way too forced and i just you know I've read the comics up to a point, and, you know, I know a lot of what's going to happen, you know, with the war that's coming, and a lot of characters died during the war, and I'm really hoping that Daryl is one of these characters, so that we are no longer tortured by Daryl being in the show. So, I have a few... I I don't think Daryl is the worst character ever. I mean, there's so many throwaway characters in The Walking Dead right now, like um, Sasha, no one cares about her. Um, like, just um, Aaron, no one really cares about him. Uh, really, any of the people from Alexandria uh, are just kind of throwaway characters at this point. They're what I call meat shields, because basically they're there to be sacrificed, because they're, they're never going to make them into real characters. Abraham was kind of like that, but he's kind of made his own personality, so I, I liked him, and now he's dead. But the, the, the problem is, like, I just feel like Daryl has lived past his prime in the show, and they just kind of are like, what do we do with him? So they try all these different things, and nothing really seems to work out. I feel with Daryl, he's the um, he's the bad boy of the show. He's the one who, basically, he's the tough guy. He's the one who's going to be a badass. And he I takes thought that was a, Carol. Carol's just Carol's like bipolar. She's whatever the plot requires her to be. Like one minute she'll be like 
completely badass. Next, she'll be hysterical. Next, she's like murdering people in their sleep. It's really kind of fucked up. But they, they, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. But basically with Daryl, he's the he's the tough guy of the show. He's like, oh, yeah, he's the badass. You know, I can't believe he like he didn't he didn't um, say his name was Negan. Oh, my God. Even though you'd have to be an idiot not to realize he wasn't going to do that. And it's all this other stuff. He's he's the tough guy, but he overshadows everyone else because everyone else will do something that's kind of cool. But it's like, well, he's still not Daryl. So who cares? Like Daryl kind of has the market cornered on that. And I feel like the show, no other character can really progress or become more prominent while he's still there also just the fact that he hasn't really gotten any character development since season two really i mean he kind of got i don't even think he got any in season three with merle he was just like uh there's merle he's my brother but merle had a lot of development yeah merle was like yeah merle's another one where they didn't really know what to do with him so they kind of just put him in places but I mean, it was Michael Rooker, and he's just a fucking fantastic actor. Not that um, not that Norman Reedus isn't a good actor. I think he is, but I'm just tired of the character Daryl. He takes up too much screen time. He he's just too. I don't want to. I don't want to say popular because I don't care if characters popular. Sometimes they deserve it. He's too. He, he casts too big. He's of a too shadow. protected. Yeah, he's um. I hated the whole if Daryl dies, we riot thing because well, that means that. They're they're not gonna kill him. Like the the moment that they were going to kill that they had any opportunity to kill him was at the end of season what are we on season seven or I have no idea anymore. Yeah, I think it was the end of season six into season seven when Negan was lining people up. That was the moment to kill Daryl. But I can get into that um, a little later. But I mean, just as a side note, you had said you know Michael Rooker is fantastic in in every role that he plays, and I have to agree. Um, and I, I had kind of a personal experience with him at uh, one of the conventions in Pittsburgh uh, last year. Um, I, I witnessed him do something that was it was it was awesome. Uh, this guy was looking at you know something at somebody's table, some dealer's table, and you know this guy in this this big coat and uh, a baseball cap like puts his arm around him. And he goes, "Oh no, you don't want to buy that one. That one's shitty and it's overpriced." And the guy's like, like he turns like all surprised. He's like, "You know, what? Who are you?" And then, like, you just see this guy's face light up. He goes, oh, my God, you're Michael Rooker. <laughs> and Michael Rooker was like, like, yeah, how are you doing? Just, like, like out of nowhere, like, he just he just started talking to this guy. And, uh, you know, like, he gave the guy a hug. You know, his, his the guy's, you know, wife and kid came over. And, you know, Michael Rooker was like, ah, oh, you know, hugs for everybody. It was, it, was, it was hilarious. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, he had another guy with him who I could only assume was, like, a security guard. And he, like... He like did a face palm, like like come on, Michael, like we, we can't be doing this. And uh, I mean, he just fr- from that experience, like he just seems like an all around like pretty cool guy. Definitely, I thought Merle could have had a bigger role. I didn't like what they did with him, where they kind of threw him into things, and then like he ended up dying for to protect um, Daryl. There didn't seem like a reason because he's this, he he's an asshole. Like throughout the show, he's this big racist son of a bitch, and I thought that like because. Because he's like basically a a very um, very simple guy, but he's very good at like tracking things. He's got a lot of skills, more so than Daryl. Daryl's just kind of like his his lackey for the most part. I mean, when yeah. Daryl even admitted that, whenever he had his his moment yeah. with the blonde girl, he's like, "Before this, all I did was was hang out with Merle and do drugs. Like I wasn't a good person." Yeah, I don't remember any blonde character, but yeah, I remember that dialogue. Um, 
Yeah, pretty much. I feel like Merle could have had like, you know, kind of been like a tracker, kind of help him out with like figuring things out and like kind of had a redemption where maybe him and like Tyrese became friends or something. Tyrese is another character that died way too soon. And I understand he didn't want to, the guy who played him didn't want to be in the show anymore, but his, he was actually a uh, likable character and I liked him, but then it's like, oh, we're, we're going to kill him off now. And that, that kind of pissed me off. Yeah, they definitely developed him a lot differently than the comics. And I liked that. They, yeah. they did a good job with changing his character uh, to more fit the show and fit a niche that wasn't being filled within the show. Exactly. Um, he, was, he was like, he's definitely. And whereas, like, I don't think any character dies too soon in the show. I don't like. I did not like his his death show, his death episode, where he saw all those characters that really didn't have anything to do with him. Yeah, he had like no relationship with any of them except, um, I guess, the two little girls because. Yeah, he was around when they died, but yeah, that was stupid. Like, um, he's with um blonde girl who it I don't was think it was just character. it was really just fan uh, service for the blonde girl to come back. Yeah. Um, I think her name was something Kinney. I can't remember. Um, and um, I don't remember that character. I don't the, think the governor. Really, I don't think she was really in the show. But I mean, for it was that's all it was was to bring those two characters yeah. back for for a cameo. What pissed me off about that was um, he's talked about his father and his like past life before the zombie apocalypse, and they couldn't have somebody come in as his father or like his family members. Like this is a small portion of his life, like or like his girlfriend that he had at the prison. Exactly, like they kind of forgot about that. Like I know they had that dumb little um, like scene of Carol admitting that she killed him, and he's like. Oh well, that's okay, I guess. And ah, that was so fucking dumb. There's no reason for any of that. There's no reason for that 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 drama in general, like for uh, Carol to kill her and that other guy. It just it accomplished nothing, and it just they ended up like basically det- like retracting it soon afterwards. But yeah, um, as far as like this season, what's upcoming? Like, I really hope we see a lot in the uh, in terms of the war against Negan and the Saviors. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm interesting interested to see what the Kingdom's role is going to play, because uh, King Ezekiel has kept his kingdom in the darkness. Yeah, they don't know about what's going on. It's only a select few. You know, Morgan's got to make a decision with with the upcoming war. Is is he going to kill? Is he going to stay with his you know, Tabitha the goat training? Um, is is Carol going to join us? Like, I'm going to go with yes on both of those. And I got to say, I think it's way too late in the show for them to be like, well, I don't want to kill. Like that that was done way earlier in the show. And to have season seven or whatever for them to keep doing that is just fucking stupid. You know they're going to kill. You know they're going to fight. Like, can, can we just not do this and drop that bullshit? So are, are we going to send Morgan back into berserker mode where he just runs around and yells, Cleared! Clear! Murder I, clear! I hope so. Like, I kind of get him getting, like, talking and training with that one guy who was real peaceful. But for him to take completely on that that um philosophy at this point just seemed dumb like i i didn't like that and i I still don't think it works very well and for carol to be like i don't want to kill anymore it's like well shut up bitch you have to like so carol you have murdered more people than anybody else on this show at this point and some of them for no fucking reason too like so shut up carol you're gonna kill and you're gonna like it yeah so i just i i really want to see and i think this should be a spin-off show 
you know, Negan should just kidnap Carl, and they should go across cross country on like this zombie road trip, and it should be called the Adventures of Negan and One Eyed Carl. I would watch that. And I mean, I just just well, leave, Negan, Lucille, and One Eyed Carl le- leave it all behind and just go on a road trip because they're just they're the best of friends. They, oh yeah, they they're they're so funny. Yeah, I, I like Carl and Negan interacting with each other. Negan is this like so, like sociopath who's just like real charming and like. Just he knows how to how to get people to fear him and also like kind of respect him too. And Carl is just you know he's a psychopath in training, so th- just, they make a good. And I, I love how Negan like he'll just like insult you and like everything. He'll, he'll like he'll make you start to cry and then he'll be like, "Oh, I'm so- I'm sorry, I, I I didn't realize that you were weak." Like yeah. I didn't realize like, my you were bad. Such a little bitch. Like I, I'm sorry. I- like he made Carl cry and he's like. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I forgot you were a kid. You're just you know like so badass with your one eye and your cowboy hat. Yeah, he's. Well, that's one thing we should talk about. What what's your opinion on Negan so far in the show? Because we both read the comic, uh, so we know the diff like what he was like in that. Like, um, I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan is doing a phenomenal job of you know for for the writing that has to be done for it to be on cable television, um, to eliminate the the language and stuff that Negan uses. Um, throughout the comics, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, um, his mannerisms and just his tonage when he's speaking, it was pretty much how I pictured it in the comics of how Negan would speak. You know, he's he's not condescending, but at the same time, he's like, I am better than you, and you will know that. Exactly. His His mannerisms, like you said, are really, really well done with the character. He's... He's very charismatic, he's very confident, and he's very sarcastic, but he'll he'll turn on a dime and say, you're not going to fuck with me. I will bash your head in with my baseball bat if you cross me, but if you don't, I will, I'll let you live, I'll, you know, I'll even give you, um, I'll even give you stuff, you know, we'll like, we'll be best of friends, but like, you you need to know, I am above you, and I'm watching, and I'll know if you if you double cross me. And, and the other the other side of that too is I hear a lot. I talk to a lot of people about the show because a lot of people watch it, and a lot of people just go, "Oh, Negan's just crazy. He's fucking crazy. He's insane. That's all he is. He's just insane." No, everything he does, even the parts where he acts crazy or insane, it's all very methodical, and it's done for a purpose. Nothing Negan does is without purpose. Yeah, Negan's very intelligent. He's very um, Machiavellian in his, his approach. He he rules with an iron fist, but he knows when to reward people who he respects and he thinks can become allies. He can make enemies into allies who don't really like him. In fact, a lot of them hate him. Like, Dwight hates him for, you know, taking and ironing his, his face and ironing his face so but he'll but Dwight's not going to turn on him at least now because he sees what he gets out of it he um he knows he can't and he kind of in a strange way like almost respects Negan for really kind of keeping things in order it's like an organized chaos he'll let his men do whatever they want but they are they are under his command, and he they know that the moment Negan says stop, they're gonna stop. Like if he says jump, they're gonna act. They're gonna say how high, but until he does, they're kind of free to do what they want. And, well, and and I mean, he has those established rules, and he even says, yeah. "I don't like having to enforce the rules because the punishments are horrible, but I do it 
because if I don't enforce the rules, this world will go to shit. Yeah. Like, somebody has to save it, and it's going to be me. Yeah. Like, Negan, by no means is Negan a good guy, but he is, he is, he understands people very well. He understands how to rule. He understands how to, how to, how to take um, respect from people around him. He knows how to make them fear. He knows how to basically put people in a position to say, I can make you do anything, and I will find a way to destroy you if you cross me. And you're not going to know what I'm going to do. Like, him um, killing Glenn after uh, Daryl punched him was like, all right, well, you're going to attack me. Well, now your friend's dead. And it's just that constant, like, I don't know what he's going to do thing that really is very, it's very engaging. It's very, um, it's terrifying in a lot of ways, but it's very, um, it makes him really interesting. Once again, I know he's not a good guy. I'm not trying to say like, oh, Negan's great, but he, he's, he's not a good guy, but he is a great character. Exactly. He's, he's a great leader. He's got a lot of qualities of uh, what would make a good like leader. I mean, well, a good dictator, at least. Like, <laughs> I don't want to say like a good, like um, not in a democracy, but he knows how to he knows how to rule an army. I'll say that much. So I think we, one thing I'd like to talk about is the first episode of the beginning of this season where, well, spoiler alert, Negan, well, we kind of mentioned this already, but Negan killed two, two characters. One of them was a main character. One of them was an almost kind of main character. And he killed Glenn and uh, Abraham. And... I I was not happy with this choice. Um, they left it on a cliffhanger in the season finale of season six. And then they took all the entire episode before they actually yeah. showed you what happened. Yeah, but um, I I didn't want it. I knew it wasn't going to be a bunch of characters. I knew it wasn't going to be Rosita. It wasn't going to be Aaron. It wasn't going to be um, Sasha and um, Eugene and the other throwaway characters. Because and it wasn't going to be Daryl. Yeah, well, that was the thing. Like, I was the whole um, summer before they brought the show back. I was saying to everybody, "This is their opportunity to kill Daryl. This is the most appropriate time. If they're going to kill him at all in the show, this will be the moment that they kill him." And they didn't. And now I'm not saying that, like, oh, they should have killed him because it would have been shocking or anything like that. Like, I understand. Like, I, I was pissed when they killed Glenn. But I'm not mad that they killed a main character, even a character I liked, because that's kind of how the show goes. I think that even though Glenn was the one that was killed in the comic book, I don't think it was the appropriate choice for this particular show. Especially since we had all the the Glenn near-death things in the last season or two. Yeah. I think what they were trying to do was um, say, look, Glenn seems like he's invincible. They're not going to kill him. And then they went and killed him. But the problem I have with them killing Glenn is his role in his relationship with Rick is different in the show than it was in the comic. In the comic, he was Rick's right-hand man. He was the one that Rick went to with um, any problems or any plans, um, and he knew he can rely on him. Not that he can't rely on him in the show, but Glenn really doesn't interact with Rick very much. He interacts with you know his wife Maggie and the other characters, and he kind of, even though he's really close with Rick. He has a relationship outside of Rick. And I don't think the effect that the psychological effect that it was supposed to have really worked the same as it did in the comic. Well, I think that's why they threw in the whole Rick, you're going to kill your son right now or I'm going to kill more of your friends to to put more of that effect into play because Glenn didn't have the wouldn't have the same effect 
killing in the show as the comic. Yeah, no, I agree, but I still, th- I, which uh, I, I, yeah. I mean, when they were doing that, I was like, I was like, please, yes, yes, kill Carl, give, give him even more rage, like, like, although, like, I don't want to see Carl die. I like, yeah, I, I like Carl's development and uh, how things change, but like, I just, I thought that would have been such a great way to distance the show from the comic, and it would have been just such a drastic difference to have Rick kill Carl. And what that would do to his character. Well, I wasn't planning on killing him. He was going to cut off his um his hand. But I think that the way they did that, where it's like, I could have made you do this, and I can still make you do this, was pretty good. I, I actually really liked the fact they didn't. Plus, let's be honest, it would have been a huge pain in the ass for him to have a, a prosthetic. The, the creators even said the reason why they didn't chop off Rick's hand like they did in the comic was because it was going to be a huge pain in the ass to make that work. I mean, it worked for... Merle, but that was a little different because Merle wasn't in that many many episodes, and you don't have to worry about the limitations of having one hand as much. But I I'm going to say, and this might piss off some people, but they should have killed Daryl instead of Glenn. I I think that Daryl and Rick are much are much closer than Rick and Glenn were. It would have been a much bigger hit to Rick and making him feel a bigger loss because. Once again, they're they're going into a war now, and he's got he's got Daryl, his right hand man. If he didn't have that, and he had to rely on other people, what a massive hit that would have been! Like, it would have been a much. Um, I think Rick would have had a much harder time recovering from that. Well, even looking at it, I mean, Daryl is a much you know better fighter than Glenn was. Yeah. You know, he he it's much more advantageous for him to have Daryl than to have Glenn in the show. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, they took they took Abraham out. Abraham was the biggest and the strongest, you know, quote unquote, or you know what people say. Um, but I, I really think that, you know, I, I think it would have hit the audience too a lot harder. Like I know everybody liked Glenn and was upset, but I think it just would have been such much more of a devastation um, if Daryl would have been killed, and it would have garnered even more of that hatred towards Negan, which you really are supposed to feel hatred towards him. Yeah. Well, I think also the fact is Glenn, throughout the show, has had a lot of character development. He's went to through a lot of different stages and just really come into his own as a character, whereas Daryl really hasn't changed that much. Yeah, he's become more sensitive or whatever. He's become more um, loyal to Rick or as opposed to Merle. But his development kind of is stagnated. He's really not... He's still just the tough guy, and that's basically his whole personality, whereas Glenn's gone through basically being kind of reckless and irresponsible to becoming um, having people that he he needs to protect to having a wife to um, basically caring for other people and having a reason to live for others. And then like now he's like, his, well, Maggie's pregnant. So he was going to be a father. And I know that it's supposed to be, be really sad. And it was really sad that he was killed before his child could be born. But I would have liked to have seen that. I would like to see him raising a child in this, in the um, apocalypse or as opposed to like, they've got, um, what you call it? Baby Judith. Judith. Yeah, baby Judith. But it's different. Like that's um, Rick's for the most part raising him on his own. I know he's got Michonne, but it's a little different. But it would have been nice, like people who chose to have a family, like in the in the apocalypse. I think that would have been interesting. Plus, if they're going the same direction as they are in the comic, 
Maggie's going to become, uh, once again, spoiler, or maybe spoiler, I don't know if they're going to go in this direction. I don't know, because I, I think they're leaning more towards putting Sasha in that role. I hope not. Sasha, they, they don't know what to do with her. She's she's so, she's not like unlikable or anything, but she's just, it's hard to make her. She's so two-dimensional. Yeah, it's two-dimensional, but like she's also she doesn't stand out from the other characters. She they're trying to form an identity for her, but I just they're having so much trouble with it. Like a lot of characters like like her really fall into that if they were introduced later because they there are so many qualities that are so similar to other characters. Like, oh, they're tough. Oh, they're having emotional breakdown. Oh, they're this and that. Well, we've had so many other characters like that that they're not really sticking out. So, I really hope they could they could probably kill her off. I kind of hope she dies heroically or something in the war, but I don't see her becoming like really all that important. I think that they're what they're going to do is they're going to make Maggie in charge of um the hilltop and basically have, take that responsibility. But unlike in the comic, I would have liked to see Glenn like with her at that time, like kind of supporting her, kind of like basically trying to help her like realize her potential and. Also, while them having a kid together, I thought that would have been great. I thought that would have been a really interesting development. I thought it would have led to a lot of character development for both of them. Whereas with Daryl, it's like, yeah, he's still going to be the tough guy brooding over here. Like, I just, I think it was a bad decision. I think it was, they missed some real good opportunities. And I'm not going to bitch it like, oh, I didn't get my way or anything. I'm just saying, I think for the, as far as telling a story, I think that killing Glenn instead of Daryl was a bad decision. You know, I, the the only good thing it does leave open is we will get to see Daryl cry more. Oh boy! Because you know Daryl Daryl does he cries like every season it's, about something. It's I mean I'm not gonna knock him too much for that because it's normally legitimate things like somebody dying. But yeah, like, but it's just the the matter of fact it's it's the butt hurt that's created over it. Like oh my god, Daryl's crying. How oh. how could they hurt Daryl? Yeah, Daryl's like, perfect. Every fucking time they're like, oh my god, Daryl's crying. He cries every fucking season, guys. We know. And that's like another thing they, this plot with Negan and Daryl, Negan takes Daryl to his lair and basically they tries to get him to submit to him. And it's just so dumb. Like nothing is really accomplished. You learn nothing about Daryl. Like you learn basically that Negan tries to make people submit. You learn what kind of leader he is, which you already learned from his interactions with Rick and I, I don't like it. It seems forced. I don't really know why he's taken such a fascination with Daryl. I mean, I feel like he, logically, him killing Glenn in front of him should have been, all right, well, I've basically forced him to submit just like Rick did. But that doesn't seem to be the case. He's got this weird obsession with Daryl, a weird interest in him, which, let's be honest, it's just to have them interacting. Well, may- maybe it's, he wants to make Daryl one of his wives. Maybe. Have, have you ever thought about that? I mean, I'm not going to judge, but... Um, you know, a, a lot of um, Roman um, emperors had lovers that were both male and female, and I, I can't remember which one it was, but there was one in particular who was actually seen as strange because he had no male consorts, where every other Roman emperor did. You know, maybe maybe is just trying to be like Roman emperor, you know. You know, this, this is the perfect man to make my first man wife. Negan Caesar... Negan Caligula. Yeah. I just, I didn't, I, if we're, if we're being honest, like I said, they only did that to have Negan and Daryl 
interact with each other. Well, it was just to and give was, Daryl more screen time. Yeah, but screen time specifically with Negan and to give Daryl something to do. And it's such a forced premise and I just I don't I don't really like it. I and I really hate the 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 whole Jesus rescued Daryl thing. Like I really think that that was that was whole detrimental because okay, you set up this big plot line for Daryl and then it was just all of a sudden, hey, Jesus is there and then oh hey, yeah, Jesus brought Daryl back. Like like there was so much more story that they actually could have told there and actually done some development for Daryl and made him perhaps a likable character outside of the fact that oh it's daryl yeah i also like um at one point he tries to escape but you realize that uh negan had everything planned he was basically in charge of everything and he he knew it was going to happen and that was that was really good it kind of showed that negan tries to make everyone believe that he's got eyes everywhere so for him to just kind of escape was kind of lame it's like okay so that kind of just gets it kind of erases a lot of that and i i really don't didn't like that plot plus like i think the shining example of characters not being able to develop or stand out while daryl is around would be dwight because dwight's kind of he's kind of interesting he obviously hates negan he he he's really but he's submitted to him and he's not like He's not like a weak character, I don't think, even though like he's submitting to Negan. It's just he doesn't have any other choice. But he still like tries to see his wife when he can and things like that. But Dwight, like they'll show they show Dwight with um with the motorcycle and the crossbow. And he just can't look tough because you're constantly comparing him to Daryl. And because they've built Daryl up so much, all these other characters fall short. So I just I don't think that other characters can develop or seem cool while Daryl's still there. He he cast way too big of a shadow. <sighs> so, you know, if you can't tell, we're not big fans of Daryl on the show. I just wish they could do something more with him. I'm kind of tired of the brooding tough guy act and just he doesn't interact well with other characters. And he really doesn't add anything to it. That's the thing. Like we, All the characters are quote-unquote tough. They've all killed zombies. Most of them have killed people. But we're kind of tired of seeing that at this point. But then again, I mean, if, if we've learned anything from The Walking Dead after all the seasons of it, it's they are really good, the writers, at one thing and one thing in particular. And that is filler episodes and drawing things out, which are one in the same. Yeah. Because it just seems like every season starts out strong and then has like three quarters of the season where absolutely nothing happens that's detrimental or helpful to the plot. It's just kind of, yeah, this happens. Well, how does that affect everything? It doesn't. It just happened. And then like the last two or three episodes, it ramps up and, and ends, you know, on a high note. And I just... Uh, like, I'm looking forward right now because of Negan to the start of the second half of this season, but I'm also fearing at the same time, I fear the walking dead slowing down. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling that I have a feeling this um, this first episode is going to be pretty cool, and then the next few are going to be boring, and then they'll slowly start to build it up until the end, and then the next season's going to be drawn out, and nothing's going to happen for a while. Although, one, one cool little tidbit... Um, was watching the um, marathon earlier today, and they did mention how the beginning of the next season will be episode 100, will be the first episode of season 
whatever season is next. Season eight. No, it's still season seven. So yeah, so season yeah. eight will be episode one hundred. Okay. So the end of season seven will be episode ninety nine. Yeah, you forgot one other thing that they're um that The Walking Dead's good at. They're good at introducing characters and trying to make people care about them and failing. There are just so many characters that they'll introduce, and they'll give them a backstory, they'll give them all this stuff, and you just don't care. You're like, all right, well, they might die, they could die, and I'm not really going to care. And you start to look at them like, well, if this character died, would I care? Nope. Oh, okay. Like, like that kid from the hospital who had the limp. A uh, kid from hospital had limp. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what his name was. Oh, um, Noah, yeah. Yeah, the Noah. one that they just kind of... Yeah, they, they introduced him. They gave him this backstory. They focused on him for like six episodes or something. Um, and then, you know, he, he joined the main group. And like two episodes later, he they killed him. Yeah, he it was granted it was a cool death. But I'm like, they could have had really any character well, and then die right then. And that's the funny thing, too. Like he was such a minor character and people really didn't know him, know him. But then everybody got so upset that, that he had died. And it's like, well. Yeah. Why? You've known him for all of about 12 minutes. Yeah, he wasn't that interesting. He was like, he could have been just a guy from Alexandria, and we wouldn't have really, we would have been in the same exact place that we were. He really contributed nothing. But then they like make Glenn all sad that he died because that one guy was responsible for it. Um, I don't remember the guy's name. But yeah, once again, it could have just been a guy from Alexandria. But I just, I, I look forward to seeing Negan killing more people. Just just for no reason or for the littlest reason. Because no matter what the reason is, Negan has his reason. And it's meant to elicit some kind of response in people. Yeah, as bad as like a lot of qualities of the show are, at least now we've got Negan, who's a fun character. And I don't know how long it's going to last. I mean, he might... It might start to get old with his jokes and everything, but right now is he's a new character. He's fun, and even though he's completely evil, he's I'm still enjoying the character. So I'm I'm and, not gonna I'm not gonna knock him too much. And for a show that was really starting to stagnate, thank you Jeffrey Dean Morgan for breathing new life into it. Thank you for having a personality in the Walking Dead, and thank you for bringing Negan into the show. Um, I know that was a a thing that a lot of people were debating online was will they or will they not have the Negan storyline? Will they or will they not use Negan? Because Negan's language in the comic is so far and above what you can use on television, um, on cable television, that it was unfeasible to use his actual dialogue. Yeah, I think that that um, most people figure they would, but they would um, they would change the language a bit. And but I think that the death with the um, baseball bat was a big thing. It's like, are they actually going to do this? So um, that's actually another thing quick that I wanted to mention. A lot of people were upset by that, not so much because of um, the fact they killed Glenn and Abraham, but because it was very, very violent. And it was. It was very gruesome death for these these big characters. But this show is also TVMA for language and violence. Exactly. Plus, I think after the Terminus arc with the cannibalism, I don't think we really get to say that something is going like too far in the gore and the um and the violence. Just I mean, because... come on, the the opening shot of The Walking Dead from season 1 has Rick killing like 
an eight-year-old girl. But that's also with a gun. I think that shooting somebody is... People are able to remove themselves because it's a kind of a distance thing. But I think actually up close, personal, bashing someone's head and people have a harder time with it. But at the same point, they they still do... They did have to do something that showed who, dare, who um, Negan was, what he was willing to do, how he kept order, and... Yeah, they cranked up the violence a bit, but I personally didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was good that they kept that scene because it was very iconic to the comic. And I thought it was, even though I I wasn't satisfied with who they killed, I think that the fact that they did it in the first place, and even the fact that they killed two people, I I thought that was a good move too. Even though I will say I liked Abraham and I don't really like the fact that his death was basically just there to make Glenn's death more shocking. I think that was kind of a disrespect to his character but at the same point i i thought it was kind of a no one saw it coming i certainly didn't oh and one other thing i have to talk about right here and just bitch about is they need to stop with the fucking 90 minute episodes every other goddamn week because it really pisses me off because nothing happens for 90 fucking minutes it's all side story it's all stuff that doesn't affect what's going on it's there for no reason other than get you to tune in for an extra goddamn half hour so they can get more money out of the fucking commercials and then you get to hear that fucking dweeb what's his name talk about talking dead coming up next for an extra half an hour yeah all they do in the um for the extra 30 minutes is just like show people walking and talking and like it's like watching the goddamn hobbit trilogy exactly that's actually one quick thing I wanted to mention was the Talking Dead. Do we really need a show that's an hour, the same length of the fucking episode, to talk about the episode that we just fucking saw every week? Oh my god! I wish you would do what they did with a preacher, where they have um talking preacher, where it's in the fir- at the beginning of the season and at the end of the season, and then that's it. And that was that was well done. We don't need them to talk about an episode where nothing happened and then like like um. What's his name? Uh, Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick, yeah. Um, and somebody from the show, some celebrity no one's ever heard of, and someone who may or may not have worked on the show, talking about, like, oh, this is great because, you know, you, you know that scene where Daryl did nothing? That was real great because it really showed, like, the, how how he doesn't do anything through the show, and that's meaningful because... I mean, even if they just cut, cut Talking Dead back to, like, a half an hour... Yeah. And, like, you know, just analyze the scenes or talk to somebody about the show or, like, just have one actor from the show on a week to talk to them. You know, that would be fine. But, yeah, like you're saying, a whole hour every week, you know, the show, the episode was only an hour long. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just ridiculous. And I hate, like, most of the celebrities I have on it because most of them have very little to contribute. They're just like, I watched the show and I'm a big fan and I look at me, attention. It's like, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear from you. I want to hear from who made the show or one of the actors. Like, not you. Shut up. Like, I just, uh, and, and my, my favorite thing to point out was when they did Talking Dead during Fear the Walking Dead. Like, and, yeah. um... When Chris was angry on the boat, and Chris Hardwick goes, Oh, is this teenage boy angry? Hmm, we'll talk about it and find out tonight. We know he's fucking angry. He said he's fucking angry. He talked to his dad. He said, My mom's dead. You killed her. We're on this boat with, with you know, your wife and all these people. I hate life. I'm angry. No shit, he's fucking angry. Do we need to talk about it on the show? Do we need to point it out and question the writer of the show? Was he angry? Why was he angry? We know why he's angry. He explained it. Did you not watch the episode? 
And I love how when every character's anger, they're like, is he, are they are they turning into a bad guy? Are they going to become a serial killer? Are they going to like? Are they going to kill everybody body in this show? And like, no, shut the fuck up, stop being dramatic. Like, it, it's just annoying. They did that with um, Breaking Bad in the last season of Breaking Bad. They had um, Talking Bad, and there's one episode where. Um, spoiler alert, I guess. If you haven't seen Breaking Bad, you're probably not going to see it now. It's a great show, and you should, but basically, um, there's one episode at the, at the end of um, the final season where um, Walter is, is his wife's um, attacking him because she thinks that he killed um, her brother-in-law, and she, he stops her and he's holding the knife that she was holding and then they're like oh you know um, he, he was he was trying to kill his wife he was going for blood I'm like are you fucking kidding me no he wasn't you idiot he was he took a knife away from her and like he wasn't going to kill his wife anyone who thinks that's an idiot so it's like no you're just saying shit to try to like be like oh this is more this is um different than it actually was like no shut the fuck up we saw the episode we don't need like your dumb interpretation of what we just fucking saw so god damn it like no like we don't need those shows if it was like like i said if it was in the beginning of the season at the end of the season i wouldn't mind it or if it was like a short like 10 minute thing at the end of the episode that wouldn't be bad but this hour-long rehash of what happened and these horrible interpretations with like chris hardwick annoying celebrities and people who have who have something to do with the show like it's just not fun. I will say, like, when um, Greg Nicotero's on it, he's always interesting to hear. Now, I, I do have to say, as much as I don't like the Talking Dead as a recap show, um, the website Funny or Die has a person that does a recap for uh, The Walking Dead. At least they used to. I haven't looked at it in, like, two seasons now. But it was, like, the most ridiculous things that happened in last night's episode. And it was actually, like, a really good recap and making light of the situation. And actually, I enjoyed that, like, you know, seeing the show and then reading that and being like, yeah, I noticed that. And I was like, yeah, why, why did that happen? Like, like that makes no sense. Pretty much, yeah. No, I agree completely. I um, that, That's one thing that I think, and I think most people would agree with with The Talking Dead, is you know they're never going to say anything bad about the show because they're, they're, they're going to the producers are going to get pissed about it. I mean, it's an AMC show. They're on AMC. They're basically paid or brought on to praise the show no matter what happened. And you just can't get good dialogue if you're not willing to point out what was wrong with it. If you're just going to sit there sucking the dick of the creators, then you're. what's the point of even hearing it? So uh, we, we look forward to seeing Negan. Um, we don't look forward to The Talking Dead. And uh, that's uh, that's about what we have to think about the next half of this season. Um, we'll probably be back on to talk about what else happened in this season um, at some point. Probably the end of this season or like the beginning of season eight. So until next time, friends, check out our other content and uh, be brave, be alive, be back for more. Yeah, we- <laughs> I'm seeing the